This is Global Ambitions, your 15-minute window into the minds of localization and international go-to-market experts. Discover how they respond to their biggest challenges. Here's today's host. Hi, I'm Antoine Ray, and I'll be your host today for this Global Ambition podcast episode. This is 15 minutes of localization and international go-to-market insights that are short, actionable, and sharp. My guest today is uh, Francesca Di Marco, and Francesca is the international operations at Pinterest. And today our topic is around an international go-to-market strategy. Francesca, you're welcome. And can you please briefly tell us about you and your role uh, at Pinterest, please? Thank you, Antoine. Thanks for having me. I currently lead the localization program at Pinterest. I've been in the localization industry for 15 years. I've been covering different functions. But at Pinterest, I joined the company to create a team, to build a team that could support Mm -hmm. the entire business. So there is a centralized team and we are currently localizing product. We own international functional and linguistic QA. We um, localize marketing and sales assets. And we are also in charge of global GTMs, go-to-market strategy. And so talking about that, that transition from doing just localization and translation to get to that go-to-market international strategy, what were the main challenges for you to get to that point, you felt, or what are the main challenges to get to that? The main challenge is that companies in general thrive when we scale and we standardize processes across markets. But that also means that we lose some of the local customers in return for global efficiencies. Mm -hmm. So scaling justifies losing some of that global touch. And so that was the main challenge at the very beginning when I joined the company. Little by little, we managed to be influential enough to move to a different step of localization. And and I think that our journey started with what I would define marketing localization Mm -hmm. to localization marketing, which is where we landed. And by marketing localization, I mean, you know, the process by which an experience um, is created to, to please other markets and to be enjoyed by other markets. Whereas where we landed now is localization marketing. So... It's a marketing strategy that leverages localization in order to achieve growth and to achieve certain results. And so a number of systems and and processes had to change in order to support this strategy. And this, I think, is where we landed now, which is a very satisfactory step. And do you act as a bridge then between the localization and the markets or how does that work? Yeah, so the localization team is the bridge between global markets and uh, the teams that are based here in the U.S. So we bridge between the business needs and the requirements that our local markets express. And we report back to the PMM teams, consumer marketing team and business marketing team over here. So every time we're about to launch a GTM and we are about to discuss a strategy for a GTM, of course, we collect data from our global markets, from our local markets, and we want to make sure that the message is fine-tuned in a way that is going to work for all these audiences. After all, like a go-to-market strategy is a way in which a company brings a product to market. And so in generally, generally, it includes a business plan outlining a target audience, a marketing plan, a sales strategy. And so each product and market are different. 
And this is what we are reporting back to our teams over here. So the, each GTM strategy needs to be thoroughly thought, thought out and mapped out. And each market is resolving a specific problem. And so we need to find specific solutions for those markets. So what happens is we uh, collect this inbound feedback from local markets. We report back to the teams here in the U.S. And then once the message is created here and digital assets are created here, what we do is, number one, we want to make sure that we understand exactly what the message is about, who are we targeting, what's the audience. We roadshow then all the digital assets to our international marketing managers. So we want to make sure that they understand exactly what the message is going to be and what the assets are and what the assets that are going to be available for the GTMs are. And then we decide what's the tier for each of the international markets. And we basically, the localization team mediates that kind of function. So between mm -hmm. the, the, the marketing and the brand team and the international marketing management team, and we decide what's the tier for international markets, meaning what's the magnitude of the GTM in, in each of their markets? What are the digi digital assets that need to be used in those markets? And once, once the plan, once the requests are ready, we report back to the team over here. And then we build those GTMs. And each GTM is basically built ad hoc for each market. So imagine that we're launching, I don't know, an educational campaign for content creators on Pinterest. We know that content creators are different in each market and we need to address them using a different voice, using a different tone and message. And so that's exactly what we're going to build. But first, we need the guidance from our local marketing managers. Second, we need to align with the company uh, strategy and with the company branding. And third, we need to adapt all these digital assets for the local markets. And so you retrofit some features into the product based on the inputs from the local markets? Th that's exactly what we do. And we, we basically split the content into two chunks. There is a message that is uh, universal, and that's a message that we can translate. So talking in um, sheer localization terms, like we can do translation and review on that universal message. And then there is... Um, more of a local message that needs to be adapted and sometimes created. And when it comes to uh, tactics, localization tactics, that's when we use either copywriters or trans creators to create that specific message for a market. Talking now about localization tactics, it's a hybrid model where we can do translation on sub parts of the message and then we can mix it up with uh, copies created ad hoc mm -hmm. for specific markets. And so this is how we try to create a hybrid scalable solution where we can leverage what has been already created in the US, but making it absolutely uh, relevant for international markets. And I presume in that process, things must go wrong sometimes. Like, can you share maybe with the audience uh, the, the common pitfalls that you've seen and maybe that, that can be avoided? Um, there are a lot of challenges that we still yeah. are trying to circumnavigate when we cannot find a solution. Most of the times, we want to test the message before we actually go out with a full GTM on a big marketing splash. And mm -hmm. that sometimes is not possible to do it with international markets as well. It's not possible or it's hard to coordinate and organize. 
Sometimes, for example, we want to optimize our ads based on the results of those tests before implementing them on a wide scale. And uh, that's hard as well to do it for international markets. The other big challenge is metrics and how we measure success. And, and that's important because it helps us strategize next time in a way that's going to make our GTMs more and more effective. And sometimes like measuring or tracking metrics becomes very complicated when a GTM has been built ad hoc. And so metrics that we are tracking must be different and on a different audience. And so it's, it's really hard then to create one comprehensive dashboard that is illustrating how a GTM on the same product actually worked on a different array of markets with a different messaging, with, you know, like advertising a slightly different number of features and so on. So that, that's still complicated. But you guys seems to be well organized and I've seen organization that are going after, say, 20 markets in, in one go. You guys seems to be focusing on a few key markets at a time, or is that correct? Or uh, is there a reason behind that strategy? Uh, we have uh, different hearings for markets. We have markets where we monetize and where we have a presence. We have markets where we monetize, but we don't have a presence. And then we have markets where we do not monetize and we don't have a team yet. Uh, based on that tiering, we structure our GTMs as well. And uh, the tiering is extremely important because it really depends how many resources we can deploy. So are we going to have a PR message? Are we going to have just like a marketing campaign, social media marketing campaign? Are we going to have a TV campaign and so on? And so based on the tiering of our markets, we have a different, um, a different GTM strategy. For a consumer product, one thing that I would like to point out is that um, it is a mandate of the company that whatever we launch needs to be launched on at a global level. And so this puts our team in a very central and, and crucial position because we are in charge of making things happen with very tight timelines and uh, to make things happen in a way that actually these launches are relevant for all these markets. Imagine the for consumer product we're launching into 36 languages. And so we want to make sure that the message that we're putting out there is working in all of those markets and that needs to happen and, and the customization of that message and of, of that gtm needs to happen in a very um short amount of time um so it's very challenging at times and can you share with us as well maybe some of the successes that you've seen with your approach and that bridging between localization and the go-to market uh, so that if people that are listening to us can try and replicate that, like some of the good practice that they should follow. I want to talk about the the, re, the most recent launch uh, from Pinterest. Like we launched Pinterest Predicts and that it's for our business partners and we launched it into eight locales. And uh, we got a success that was really unprecedented. And the main reason for such a, for that success was exactly the hyper localization of the launch. So what we did is basically we teamed up with uh, the insights team, uh, marketing team, brand, and basically we made each asset absolutely local. So we changed not just the language, sometimes the messaging, but we changed the insights, we changed the data, the metrics, and so that our advertisers or our business partners were looking at absolutely something that was hyper-localized for their, their market. They didn't notice that uh, the content was originally drafted for the U.S. market, for example. Wow. 
that's a very big achievement in that case. And did you actually create the content in country or was that actually localized? We deployed the synergetic approach that I was mentioning before. So we translated um, the universal message and we recreated a local message. There was a mix and match of something that resonated globally uh, that was simply translated, uh, which was paired with local insights, local data, local markets, local partners, and local images. So these digital assets were absolutely hyper-localized in, in a sense. Um, but the light motive across all those markets was the fact that the leadership's strategy uh, was the same and Pinterest brand was the same. And the, the reason uh, you're launching into eight markets, are you going to be expanding that same feature that been successful in those eight markets into the 35 markets then as well? That, that would be the goal that we have in mind, but uh, right. yeah. I presume that's a lot of work to adapt all of that content into all of those specific markets and maybe why you launched just in the eight market first or was that a test? Uh, there was not a test. We decided to go for eight markets only this time, but because we have cracked the key for success, um, I'm 100% confident that we can scale operations to a bigger number, to a larger number of markets uh, moving forward. Great. Well, listen, Francesca, thanks very much for your input. I'm sure this is going to be very valuable information for a lot of our listeners in this case, in this podcast. My last question to you would be, would you be able to recommend someone to participate in Global Ambitions podcast somewhere in the future? I would love to hear Tim Arata talking about uh, his work that he's been doing as a consultant for localization departments. Um, I will be very interested and intrigued in hearing what he's been learning. Well, we'll make sure to get Tim there because with his experience on the client side as well as on the consulting side, I'm sure there'd be a lot of information that would be interesting for our uh, listeners as well. Thanks very much then, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thanks for tuning in to Global Ambitions. Subscribe at globalambitions.net or wherever you get your podcasts.